I didn't realize today, Cody, I was looking at, well, I looked at all our profiles because, uh, so in the movie Riddler, and people have been talking about this online, so I thought it was kind of funny. Riddler only has like, I say only, 500 but I, followers. 500 <laughs> followers on social media, right? Like on Instagram, I don't have nearly that much. On Twitter, I almost do. But fucking Cody has almost 2,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. So he's like four Riddlers combined. That That's the math. <laughs> <I can barely>. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. We should all aspire to be like the Riddler. We should. <laughs> if the Riddler can make such an impact on people with social media, so can we. <laughs> that's the that's the takeaway here yeah we need more followers than riddler as long as we have that we're good we're huge <laughs> yeah. shit guys might as well jump right into it i'm very hyped to talk about this movie in all honesty yeah welcome to comics and chronic i'm jake fh you already know i'm joined with anthony inaccio and cody willock cannon today we are talking the batman by matt reeves cody me and anthony decided we're gonna do something different today we actually we're gonna start off the episode by giving it our joe pesci rating Yep. Whoa! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Craziness all around. Why are we? I don't like that. Ooh, you don't. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It makes me uneasy. Do you have a score? It makes you uneasy. It makes you uneasy. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you just—I just got high, and you asked me to change things. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, life, dude, your life is changing. You gotta adapt to the changes. Yeah, man. This is this is how we're. I, don't have, I kinda I, I literally just got out of the theater. Exactly. Like, so what better way to do it than when it's fresh in your head? But I'm saying, like, I was gonna talk. I uh, like I'm still processing. I kind of was uh, hoping to talk and dissect a little as but that being said, if I can give you ooh, even better. Maybe I'll give you a pre, and maybe I'll give you a post. A pre-pesci. Okay, pre- let's do pre-peshies? it. A pre-pesci. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 do it. Pre-peshies. Right. Pre-peshies. Uh, I'll give it 5.7. That's crazy. Ooh. I'm giving it a very, very well-earned 6. Yeah, I'm also giving it the 6. That's why I guess I well first of all wh- the the me and Jake both saw it on Thursday and on Friday well for me it's Friday morning but for Jake it's well it's Friday morning too Friday but it was morning, like but it was like 5 in the morning. 5 a.m. for you. We were texting about that shit and we it was clear we both loved the shit out of it. So I I'm surprised I okay, I like that. Actually now I want to figure out why you you had taken some points off. That's cool. Yeah, I'm surprised too. I thought it was everything I could have asked for and more. Agreed. Everything. 
I'm not disappointed by that score. I'm not like, I'm, disa- I'm disappointed in Cody's score. I won't hide my disappointment. <laughs> Dude, I'll get to it later, but let's talk about the things we loved first. Yeah, absolutely. Which was everything. So Which let's was everything. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. Dude, yeah. So I also saw it again last night in IMAX. So I've now seen it twice. Uh, ooh. Yeah. Did IMAX change the experience for you at oh, all? Yeah, I would see it in IMAX. Easy. Mm. Definitely. It just pops more. The sound effects are like way better. Like, dude, I fucking I don't know. There is there honestly isn't a single thing. I think this is personally the best Batman movie ever. And I tend right. to agree I, with I'm, that. I'm yeah. putting it above Dark Knight. Now, I don't hate Dark Knight at all, but I am putting it above Dark Knight. And I'll tell you why. Dark Knight is amazing. It's a great Batman movie. But a lot of what's awesome about Dark Knight comes from Heath Ledger's performance alone. This completely agree. This and and that's like to his credit, like he's so amazing that he makes that entire movie. This was like mm-hmm. this was a fucking Batman movie. And whereas like Dark Knight, we can really put it all on Heath Ledger. This I, I could put on every single person. I love Robert Pattinson's Batman. I love the voice he did for it. Fucking Zoe Kravitz blew it out the water for me. Selena Kyle. Incredible. Loved their chemistry. Loved their relationship. Yeah. Dude, after seeing it again last night, even though I loved it the first time, I, dude, Colin Farrell's Penguin is fucking awesome fucking awesome and fucking hilarious too and hilarious. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, when they're when they're interrogating him like me and joey saw it last night again and we cracked up and gordon shows him the picture of that victim he's like oh don't show me that yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like el rata alada he's like your spanish is terrible la yeah. rata <laughs> he, he was i just i don't know man i fucking uh I that part specifically a- was really cool because did it rely on the fact that Riddler had to know that Penguin was going to correct them about that thing? Like, because it seemed like Riddler had everything set up so like, well, I guess he knew like Batman would figure it out. I guess he he thought they were working together. That's like yeah. part of his whole shtick. I thought yeah. I just thought it was funny that Penguin had to be the one to give Batman that one clue he needed. Yeah, no, I mean like ugh, I I don't know I. I I don't want to like, I have, I'm going to have trouble not hopping around to random moments, but let's start from the fucking very beginning. Dude, this scene where he's narrating and like you have those criminals like look down a dark alleyway and they like back away and that one dude gets hit by the taxi cab. You have the other guy who's spray painting on the bank and he drops the can and you see the can go into the shadows and he just like looks there, even though Batman's not there. Like the use of fear in this movie, I think is way better than like dark any Knights. other movie yeah any yeah any other movie i agree with that yeah i will oh i will say this is the most batman universe out of any like the most true to batman universe i've seen aside from maybe the animated series but that's like live action we, I think live we can, action. like this is the most true like batman. gotham felt the most gotham is that what you're saying yeah, yeah. Gotham, when, was, amazing yeah, gotham was a character Gareth gotham was a character mm. in this and yeah. they, it looked like gotham to me it like yes. it was gritty it was dirty. It was constantly raining, which is a clear nod to seven because in seven it's always raining. It also very much looked like New York City at the same time. Very much looked like New York City, even though very little of it, I think, was actually filmed in the States. A lot of it was filmed over in England and Glasgow. Makes sense. But which is cool because that's like where you can get your gothic architecture. Mm. Yeah, like the subways. It was just cool. Like when he's on the subway tracks and he beats up that gang. Oh, yeah. Oh, such such a great fight scene. Can I say such also, like, at the very beginning, like, I know you had actually sent it to us, and it was released everywhere, the the theme by 
uh, what's his name, Michael Giacchino, who did Lost. He did Spider Man, but I especially love him for the Lost uh, soundtrack. That that shit was amazing. But he, I hadn't listened to it before I saw the movie. I, I don't really like listening to soundtracks for movies before I see them. That's kind of like a not a spoiler. I I just I don't care until I see the movie. I guess. But once I heard like the Batman theme when he like walks into the crime scene, oh my god! Like that sent chills down my spine. I was like, this feels like Batman. Like it, I was instantly hooked. Like oh my god! I fucking I, yeah, I loved the theme, and I loved also when he's walking both in the scene where he comes out of the shadows and confronts the gang, and then when he after he chases Penguin in the car chase. It almost sounds like he has spurs on his boots, like it's a sheriff coming into town. Mm-hmm. Like whenever he's walking, and I was like, that's badass as fuck. <laughs> there's, there's so many like, I don't know, like tonal things and themes drawn from so many other movies, like hard, hard French connection vibes, especially when the car chase. And as far as the corruption in Gotham, like it, it all felt like Chinatown to me. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is like, this is a detective story. And it was a dank ass detective story. Yeah. So good and so more detective good. scenes than than nolan's movies for sure way more detective scenes than nolan's movies and also like what i liked about it other than like the use of his contact lenses like he it wasn't that high techie whereas like christian bale's batman was super high techie yeah like you didn't you didn't really tell that robert pattinson's batman had like the money and the tech like you know he's bruce wayne but it, it doesn't seem like his batman is using all that money like well, it, the way he also doesn't have Lucius Fox and an entire mm. d- department from Wayne Enterprises building his tech. Like you could tell, like just from his, you know, his back cave or whatever. Like he makes the car himself. He makes the gadgets himself. Yeah. Like it, that's what it looks like. I mean, even his mask—you can see the stitching in the cowl. Like yeah, it, it feels like point. he put his shit together, not someone else. Yeah, like the Batmobile didn't feel from the trailer and to the movie. Like the Batmobile chase scene was incredible. Oh, but I loved it. and this isn't even taking points away. Like I'm 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 not the biggest fan of that Batmobile design, but in the context of the movie it was awesome. And then it's clear, like, okay, like you would just explain that's kind of like was immediately headcanon for me. It's like that's not the final Batmobile. Well, like by the end of this. There's definitely going to be a sequel, hopefully a trilogy. We'll probably see him upgrade a bunch of his tech, which is cool to anticipate for me. It is cool, but I I love the Batmobile. I mean, it it felt like a 1970s, 1980s, you know, vigilante car. Like when Clint Eastwood drives his cars in the movies when he's Mm. a detective. He's driving, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like even. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved the Batmobile. And honestly, this this is. It might be one of my favorite live action Batmobiles. I, I agree. It's, I, for, I'll tell you what, I loved loved it way more than the fucking Tumblr easily. Like, yeah, oh. I'll take this over the Tumblr. And also, dude, that scene when the shootout with Penguin, when he's fucking, when you hear the Batmobile powering up, it felt like a nuclear oh, yeah. power core was like, like, yeah, and you get like flashes of red, and you can see Batman's silhouette in the driver's seat. Like, he he was menacing as fuck. And that chase scene is like incredible, man. Dude, yeah, yeah. I and it felt, and you know what I liked about it because like it, it doesn't have crazy stunts like a Fast and Furious movie. It was more like what a realistic chase scene would look like. Like you don't ever see like when you see a, a high speed chase, no one's actually drifting and doing crazy things, going beneath trucks. But like this, he was like dodging traffic and he's getting fucked up too. Batman and Penguin are getting hit by trucks and cars, like. Yeah, it was sick. It was so that's what I loved about the movie. It was so grounded and so gritty. 
Yeah, apparently there's like a, a tie- I didn't read it, but I was I saw someone talking about it online that there's like a tie-in movie comic. It's not like an actual like Batman storyline, but it's like, you know how they make the movie adaptation comics all the time. Yeah. And it says that he used to he like Bruce Wayne as a, as a teenager is a street racer, kind of like fast and furious. Like that's yeah. his backstory. I read that from the, uh, the people who talked about the novel, the movie novel. Yeah. So like, I like that that's like a detail, but like you could kind of get, they don't ever have to say that in the movie, but it, it, yeah. it it's kind of like his kind of driving. Like that scene shows like he's used to that kind of like urban environment Yeah, that you haven't like, you see Batmobile chases in other movies, but this was, this was like, so like you said that it felt realistic. See, I don't know that I agree. I feel like this was still very comic booky. Don't get me wrong. I think it was gritty, but I do think it was, and I think it's true to Batman. That I'm not saying that as an insult at all, but I, that didn't like feel realist. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, I disagree. What I mean to say is, like, compared to other Batman movie live action movies we've seen, like. It's way more realistic than the BVS car chase, for one. Yeah. It's obviously way more realistic than any Justice League car chase. And even if it's any of the Schumacher ones, any of the Schumachers, and even if it's not more realistic, it was better to me than like Batman Begins car chase. And I just like it better than the Tumblr. Like his the Nolan universe is so different from this universe. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear that Nolan made Nolan movies with Batman and and it's clear this is a Batman movie from beginning to end like Matt Reeves understands the character and quite literally for me took all the best not every single one there's Batman's been around for fucking over 80 years right like he took some of the best storylines that we've even talked about in episodes which I thought was crazy facts like that people haven't even heard yet that we talked about zero year. Uh, there was definitely some year one in there. Long Halloween, Long Halloween was a huge influence. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of hush in there. There's um, some no man's land in there. Oh, hard no man's land. At the, at the end. So much of the comics that we love uh, from Batman put into a, like a story that for three hours, I wasn't even realizing it was three hours. Yeah. Dude, the three-hour runtime, I didn't notice it. I wasn't, like, bothered in the light of sleep. If I'm light. being honest, when it was wrapping up, I was like, I kind of wish there was more. Mm. <laughs> I could have sat by a little longer. I like, Eternals sat. didn't feel that way at all. Eternals No, Eternals, long. I noticed. Like, I, I actively looked down at my phone. And I was like, I'm ready for this to... <laughs> let's, let's start wrapping it up here, guys. Like, And, dude, once again, going back to, like, what we've been talking about through, like, at least the last six episodes... This I enjoyed honestly a lot more than any Marvel thing I've seen recently. Like recently and last year for sure. Yeah, for sure. Don't get me wrong, I do love Spider Man. They're two completely different movies, but because I'm such a Batman fan, I did like this better. This is way better than Eternals. This is better than Shang Chi. This is better than Black Widow. It's I don't know. Like, it, and it also it wasn't a CGI fest, man. It was not a CGI fest at all. There's very little CGI in the movie. Yeah, or at least they hit it well. That's for sure. No, dude. Yeah. Like I watched a lot of behind the scenes shit. The mm-hmm. car when he's when the car goes through the fire. That's real. None of that is CGI. That was like oh, that's like, that's stunt. like a practical, it's an actual oh, stunt shit. driver going through flames and shit. I mean, same with Dark Knight when they flipped the truck in Dark Knight. That's a real thing. They actually flipped the truck. First time it's ever been done on film. Mm, so, yeah, well, I know Nolan loves to do crazy stunts that are yeah. like like that airplane scene was real for the most yeah. part. But like in Dark this, Knight this movie Rises was not a big CGI fest at all. 
No, definitely not. Definitely not. It wasn't... Okay, so like, let's talk about that for a second. I especially want to hear what Cody has to say because Cody's been saying for a while. He he telegraphed this. He knew. He knew DC was going to come back. I mean... Jake, you've been you've been hype about this movie since what it was been announced. Better from announcement, dog. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's that's what I just said. Yeah. Like, I wasn't. I I truly wasn't. But now now I believe the hype. Now I believe the hype for sure. But I feel like dude, I was hype. Yeah, I feel like you were hype too, Cody. But but I guess my my point the point I wanted to make is like, Cody, you've been saying the MCU has slack has been slacking, and I've been tending to agree with you, you know. But like, I didn't want to admit. That MCU was, but like after seeing this movie, I have to say Marvel would never would never greenlight this movie. Yeah, it's they, too, like, Marvel it's would too, never make this kind of a movie. They would never experiment tonally with how dark it is. This is PG thirteen. So is Avengers. This had the fucking dude when the mayor is watching the TV and you see the Riddler has been standing behind him for like a minute. Mm, like, yeah, dude, yeah. like there's so much like scary shit in this. Marvel would never push the genres of their of their IP and like DC did Warner brothers did that with this movie. They're oh, like, yeah. let's, mm-hmm. let's I agree. see like, they're like, we're going to experiment. We're going to fucking take a shot and make this. A- That's what I'm talking about is that DC is make This was a Batman movie. Peacemaker was a peacemaker. And you know what I mean? Everything is every property has a different feel and like almost in that way, they're more connected to the lore. You know I what agree. I mean? Because yeah. there was humor in this, but it was very dry Batman. But it was humor. perfect. Exactly, it was perfect yeah. Batman humor. And exactly, because dude, there were moments like last night, especially like my crowd laughed at. There, there are some like funny lines. I love when Gordon's like, "Dude, you could have at least pulled that punch." Batman's like, yeah. oh. Batman's like, "I did." <laughs> oh like, my god, Jeffrey Wright <laughs> as Gordon dude. in general was fucking yeah! great. I fucked Sorry with Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> no, he was the goat. He was one of the highlights of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, for Dude, sure. When they're going to the orphanage and Gordon pulls out his gun and Batman's like, no guns. He's like, yeah, man, that's your thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not, dude. It was. It was perfect Batman humor. It's the humor you see in the comics. It's the humor you see in the animated series. Like, It was just the perfect dry Batman wit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, like when even just when he's looking at Selena Kyle and he's like, look at me, Selena. And like Selena's like clearly getting lost in his gaze. And he's like, Yep, they look good. And he's just like talking about the context. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's no charm to Batman. Yeah, I was gonna say to go back to Gordon for a second. I feel like it's the relationship between Batman and Gordon is so important. And it, it definitely has to fall on more of the Gordon actor to to get that across. And I felt like he really did the job. Like I felt like they the relationship that they had was year two, and by the end of it, they were bros. Like, or even in the middle of they it, were like, they bros felt like bros to begin with because he was like when they're talking when they, before they find the uh, thumb drive, which we'll get to the literal Fucking, thumb drive. Literal, yeah, he goes. He's, Batman's like, you don't trust me, and Gordon's like, like you trust me. He's like, it's two years. I don't even know who you are. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like, and great line. Yeah, great line. Like, dude, oh, that's what I also liked about it. There are moments, and not in a cheesy way, but like it felt like a buddy cop detective yeah 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 Yeah. so i don't know man there's just like gordon was so good no detail like and there's a lot of little details that like i caught on and no details wasted in this movie it it, like i don't know i think like i don't think any scene is like an unnecessary scene should i just go ahead and get into it what you don't like 
Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you're talking about it. little. You're bringing up little details. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. The thing I hated the most. Okay. Bar none. The worst uh, moment in the entire movie was that like Joker or at least Joker esque character in Arkham. Yeah, I've heard that from a few people that said that was the weakest part. Yeah, but uh, to Matt Reeves credit, I, I saw him in an interview or heard him in an interview and he was saying that, like, don't let that imply that that's what the next movie's about. He's like, that wasn't, that was like an afterthought that they wanted him to basically do. He's like, his intention is to continue to make great Batman stories and to keep it, you know, he wants to do Mr. Freeze next, you know, yeah. like Joker Ooh. being in Arkham he said in the interview is more like to show like, yes, Joker is still there in the early years and he's still that dude who's always going to be up to some shit, but yeah. it's not, it's not like what we should expect. So to that point, Cody, I agree. I, I don't want, but fucking what's his name. What's the actor's name, Jake. That's going to play Barry Joker. Keegan. He's Keegan. great. He's yeah. great. So I would, I, um, I do want to see his portrayal, but to your point, Cody, yeah, I don't know if that makes me hype for him as like the main villain. Well, so I'll say this. I don't I don't necessarily want Joker to be a main villain at all ever again. But what I did like about that scene is that and this is like also just in the comics, like I kind of I'm down to see the rogues gallery team up Ooh, the war of jokes and riddles. Imagine they yeah, did that or even like, dude, the ending with the flood heavily, especially with the narration heavily implies no man's land. He even says he's like, there's parts of the city that are inaccessible. The criminals are going to start carving up territory. Yeah. So it's like, like, yeah, like. I'm down to see the uh, like the gangster criminals like vie for territory. And so even to that, like in the sequel, it'd be cool to see not necessarily as a main villain, but just like like Black Mask or like other other yeah, gangsters, like, other mob. Like we dudes. don't we don't need any one villain to be the quote unquote main villain because yeah. this movie had Falcone as well. Three villains and four Falcone. I mean, Catwoman wasn't a villain, but, you know, in the comics, she's a villain. Penguin and Riddler. Like it was a mm -hmm. good use of a lot of his rogues gallery. You know what I mean? Right, right. Cody, I feel like we're talking way more than you, and I don't mean to, like, I feel like we're just so hyped. Like, it, no, I'm hyped, too. I, uh, I just, for me, it was more of just, like, I just, like, I didn't care for it. I was, like, it just wasn't, uh, that, that scene, like, almost took me out of the moment. Mm. I don't, I don't, Damn, I don't it was that much that. of a nail, huh? Yeah, for me, it was, like, it was, like, that was the only time I was like, oh, mm. I just didn't really like it. Uh, mm. But I do get what you're saying. Like that moment almost made it feel like end of like Amazing Spider-Man 2 where like uh, there's that dude. I don't know if you guys remember that. There's like just some dude in like a trench coat and a hat and he's walking through like a. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's like a shield. Not just yeah, not shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he's know what an, I mean? He's it, an Oscorp, and you see all the suits of the vulture and octopus. Yeah, it kind of gives up that kind of vibe. So I totally get what you're saying, Cody. I think it's a valid criticism. It's not enough to deter me from giving it a six in the slightest. Because oh no, yeah, if, no, no, no. Because if if I'm just gonna go on that, there's really not much I disliked about it. Like I said, the runtime did not bother me at all because the story was right. so engaging. Fucking. Yeah. How about uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler? Dude, I liked he it a lot. He was fucking great. It was not what I was yeah. expecting. I really liked the scene he, after. Well, I love the scene when they're in the jail and they're talking. Yeah. And Riddler's like, yeah, we're a team. He's like, Batman's like, what? He's like, you're a fucking psychopath. And he's like, no, you did everything. Like, dude, it was. it felt very, in that regard, it felt very classic Riddler in that he totally manipulated Batman into doing what he wanted him to do. 
Yeah. He even says he was like, my strength is not physical. It's strictly he's like, I yeah. can't get in the iceberg lounge and do shit, but you can. Yeah. And he's like, I told you to bring him into the light and you did. And Batman's like, oh, fuck. You could tell like even Batman's like, damn, I just played right into his hand. Dude. And uh, that scene where Batman thought he was calling out Bruce Wayne as mm. Batman. It's the same but scene. Then he, it's the same scene. When, yeah. Then, but yeah. I'm just. I, I'm just saying, like that point too, where he's like, where he thought he thinks he, Riddler knows who he is because yeah, he keeps saying Bruce Wayne, and you see, even Batman, I did, like, yeah. Even watching that, I'm like, oh shit, he knows. No, he didn't. Yeah, it's, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cool that yeah, Batman, like, which is also like really good acting, especially considering he's wearing a mask on the majority of his face. Like Robert Pattinson emoted so well that you can tell Batman's yeah. a Batman's nervous, and he's rarely ever nervous. And B, like when he looks up at the camera and he's like, please, God, let no one be listening. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that was fucking cool. Like Riddler made him feel. And then, dude, I love when Batman gets angry. He's like, you're a fucking pathetic psychopath. And Riddler's like, no. Like, yeah. Was, like, I don't know. It was fucking cool. It was cool to see his interactions with his villains. Yeah. And it was also cool to see the way Riddler broke down because he's so he's so composed and like such like a. Uh, cerebral threat and then once his plan is ruined he's kind of like a baby he's kind of just like damn Riddler like and that's kind of like the Riddler you would see in the comics which is awesome like that's the kind of character he is like yes Whenever he, he all is thwarted, he throws a hissy fit yeah <laughs> he's yeah, like ah yeah. damn you Batman <laughs> but <laughs> dude also I'll say this I thought the riddles were really good oh yeah like, yeah they were, they were clever I would not have solved a single one. <laughs> like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that city would have died, honestly. I would have solved them all. <laughs> yeah, Cody would have been like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love the scene when he like tears up the Riddler's carpet, sees like the layout of the city, and then the explosions start going off, and Batman's like, fuck. Like mm. you felt yeah. Batman like you felt Batman feeling like I'm losing this. Yeah. Yeah. It was also like in 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 uh what you guys could hear about when we put out the episode Zero Year. That's exactly what Riddler does in Zero Year and Batman nice. can't do shit about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the big Zero Year. Zero Year was actually like kind of the perfect comic to read going into this. Yes. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, we picked the best comics. It wasn't like we knew what the fuck the movie was about. We had some idea, but like, I think we really did pick some did. great Batman and even comics the fact to talk that we about. Did this Long month. Halloween earlier, like, we, yeah, we've covered like I don't know. I agree with you. This borrowed the best elements from some of the best Batman comics and put it yeah. in one movie. Yeah, like I agree. Matt Reeves understood Batman. He understood the assignment. Yeah, yeah. he really did. <laughs> yeah. He really did, man. But Cody is—is is that the only thing you didn't like? So if I'm being honest, it wasn't entirely. I, I need. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna take Ko. I'm gonna rewatch the movie. Oh, this definitely deserves a rewatch. I agree. I'm gonna rewatch it again. I have a theory, Cody. Are you just too hype off of your wonderful news that now it's overshadowed your Batman? <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's for me. It's more of just. Uh, I think it was honestly a lot of the experience. Like for like the first like three minutes of the movie, they just like kept the overhead lights on. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, and so I had to like like in the leave... movie theater. You mean? Yeah. Oh. So I had to like leave the theater and go get an employee to shut the lights off for me. Oh, that's and sucks. so yeah. I missed part of the beginning. And then, if I'm being completely honest, uh, right 
as the car chase scene started, I got hit really hard with some diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to run to the bathroom and shoot water out of my butt. Well, that's (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) Dude, it was so gross. That's bullshit, man. All these factors have nothing to do with the Batman. You need to see it again. Great detective work, Jake. You were like, wait a minute. Something's not right. Yeah, because it doesn't doesn't add up to me, man. I think if you saw it again, you'll change your opinion. But I also hated that one moment. And honestly, if I'm being completely honest, part of me, uh, I knew both of you guys were going to give it a six in my heart. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to just be a dickhead and wow. not yeah. give it a <laughs> See, that's what I mean. I don't think your your lack of a six is a genuine. Well, that was just a pre-Pesci. He hasn't really yeah, given it his final yeah, grade. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Let's talk. Let's talk about the love in the movie. Ooh. It was great, man. Zoe Kravitz is totally. She's perfect. I thought she, she perfect. is Catwoman. Yeah, she's like, Catwoman. Who else really could be yeah. Catwoman now? It's her. Give her an HBO yeah. Max series or a movie. Yeah. I don't even want anyone else's Catwoman. Dude, they went with the classic Selena Kyle short hair. Like that scene when yep. they're in her apartment and she's drinking the milk. Like I was just looking at her. I was like, she looks like Selena Kyle right out of the comics. Yep. Yeah. I was like this. Yeah, she's so attractive and she's such a good actor that I was like, fuck yeah, Catwoman all the way. Yeah. When I was younger, one of the first times I ever got horny was when I watched <laughs> Batman Returns. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> and I, in my mind, there would never be another Catwoman. And then Zoe Kravitz came along and blew it away it yeah, also dude. like it's, it's, her catwoman is way cooler than fucking Anne hathaway <laughs> oh a million times <laughs> like, a million times uh, so much so that i forgot Anne Hathaway. exactly was yeah. Catwoman yeah, yeah. For a she's moment. a very forgettable that movie that's what i'm saying is like i do feel like this is better than dark knight and batman begins which are still two still great movies but mm-hmm. They just understood Gotham better. Like Gotham looks like Gotham in this movie, whereas it doesn't look like it. It looks like Chicago and it's a big urban city. So we get it. It's supposed to be Gotham. But this felt like. Yeah, like in, in Nolan's movies, it feels everything feels very bougie, you know, it like is bougie. he's a playboy. Uh, Selena Kyle's basically a playboy. The city looks great. Like it looks like Gotham is prospering and has money. The villains are way they just it doesn't seem as grimy batman begins though i will say feels more like gotham than dark knight i agree, I agree. Uh, well especially because they focus on the narrows so it's like the projects in the hood of Gotham. yeah yeah whereas like dark knight was filmed primarily in downtown chicago to get all the big skyscrapers so it's like we get it it's a big city but that doesn't mean it feels like gotham yeah and i do want to say that i love that they kind of brought to light a little bit some of the things that people especially on the internet get critical of batman you know like how we've talked we've jake said it before batman could solve gotham's problems with money uh and this almost like kind of indirectly tackles that uh with his whole riddler experience because he realizes at the end that he doesn't he can't just fight yeah you know what i mean that he has to be like uh, something that people he doesn't like how the the first dude that he rescues is says ter- don't hurt ter- me he's terrified yeah. of Batman he doesn't even know that Batman's necessarily the good guy he says don't hurt me whereas right. in the end that woman like reaches up for Batman and grabs yeah she doesn't even want to let go yeah doesn't even want to let go of him and it's like yeah you're right I, I agree with that Cody and in the beginning when Bruce is narrating he says 
I'd like to believe that I'm making a difference, but I don't think I Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, he's like, vengeance is not what's going to cure. Like me taking revenge on the criminal element is not what's going to like make a difference in this city. He's like, I actually have to help. Like, dude, it had him. Like, I loved it. I mean, it's, I don't think it was cheesy, but it like, it does make Batman the hero. Like after it's flooding in the, or like Madison Square Garden or whatever, and he lifts up things and saves the mayor or the mayor elect. And then also with the girl, like he's carrying and it's daylight. You don't ever see Batman in the daylight. And now people are like looking at Batman. It's like, dude, that's our hero of the city. Like, yeah. Stop the Riddler. Yeah. I mean, it's so great how they do that. Right. The beginning of the movie. It's like, you, like you said, it, it it's, and it's in any Batman movie. It's the best way of ever showing like fear is what Batman's power is. And that's, that's what gets the criminals to like stop what they're doing. But he's so good at that. And the, this movie is so good at showing that. And then at the end, it's so good at showing that Batman is the symbol of hope and that he's not just this dude who like people look to him to save them. Yeah. And the fact that this movie was able to balance both and do both so well and like so like mirroring of the comics. Oh, my God. Like, I agree. Uh, he, he, he's just so good. This Batman mastered fear so well he didn't just scare the criminals. He scared the average Gotham citizen. Mm-hmm. And so now they're like, even the dude, like I, I tell you what I really loved. And it was just pure acting. Anytime he was in the room with the other GCPD cops, the way they looked at him and just like the lack of trust, they're all like, dude, who the fuck is that guy? Like, I love yeah. when him and that cop at the end kind of worked together in the Riddler's apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he gained so, the trust. Was that Santiago? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Or Sanchez. It was the dude who in the beginning, like, like, Told Batman not to come in the crime yeah, scene. He wouldn't let him yeah. into the crime yeah. scene. Yeah. He's like, you fucking freak or whatever. But like he gained his trust over. He's like, nah, Batman's here to help. Yeah. Speaking of that scene, and then it, it happens twice. Like Batman notices the mayor's son. And I thought that was awesome because this movie doesn't give us a straight up Batman. It's not telling you his origin, but you know Batman's origin. And when he looks yeah. at that kid, you know what he's thinking. Like, you know damn, exactly that kid. That kid just lost his dad. Like a parent died. Like the Batman, like I feel like. Robert Pattinson's Batman is so Batman. I don't know how to explain it. Like he, like he just. No, I agree. Dude. He just feels like Batman, and and he's like he's not even really saying much a lot, but like he he just has an air of being Batman better than like I don't know. Like this is a maybe the worst example of Batman, but like George Clooney, like he never felt like he was comfortable <laughs> being Batman. You know, like he also not everyone that puts on the suit feels like Batman. Yeah. Dude, uh, so I'll tell you what I did love. Once again, pulled right from the comics, the fucking iceberg lounge. Yeah, yeah penguins dojo, penguins dope ass club. I love that they had the club below the club, the forty four below. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. dude, the club like, below the club. Dude, so let's talk about that scene because I brought this up to Anthony. I was saying, and I loved actually after seeing it the second time, I didn't realize how much they're in it. But uh, the doormen, the two twins, the two identical twins. Yeah. Oh yeah, also, the bouncers. After watching it again, they're also wearing the same shirts and clothes all the time. I was wondering if that's like a nod, just because I do believe that nothing, especially Easter egg wise, which we can get into more of them, nothing is wasted in this movie. Do you guys think that was a nod to like Tweedledee and Tweedledum? <laughs> Maybe I I could see it. Yeah, not like obviously they would never be called that, but like they we might. All the, we all know the comic <laughs> book lore. So it's like, why would two identical twin thugs and Oz even says, Oswald Kalapot even says, oh, I see you met the twins. And they're yeah. in it throughout. Even when Selena Kyle steals the drug money, yeah. like they're in it throughout. I was like, that has to be. And they don't deal. die, right? So if they, they don't pop die, up, they like- just constantly keep getting fucked up and tricked. 
by Batman, which happens in the comics. Yeah, so you don't need to necessarily have them literally be those exactly. characters. You don't need but to explicitly say, but I feel like but you could have you could have Penguin be like, oh look, it's Tweedledee and Tweedledum over here, yeah, like, yeah, you know, exactly. and then that's it. Like there you go. So I I, I agree Dude, to that. They're gonna definitely be in the Penguin show. Yeah. Right. So they I gotta just, be. Well, so I, I also just thought because of that, like whether it's said or not, in my mind, and I think because you could do that with Batman and make whatever the comics make whatever you want canon. I would say they're Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll give you that one for sure. I yeah. have a stretch of one, and we talked about this too, Jake. Let's hear what Cody thinks. But I've I've looked online too, and people people seem to be have mixed mixed feelings about this. So what's, what's this? in the mayor the mayor's funeral, right? Or there's a funeral. I think yeah, it's for the mayor. Yeah. Um, Bruce Wayne is there, and Bruce Wayne hasn't been in public much. Like people, he doesn't really go out and. You know, he's he's standing there talking. This guy starts talking to him in one of the pews and he's talking about how he basically like hates rich people. He doesn't really care if they died or whatnot. And then he like looks at him. He's like, hey, you look familiar. And it, so that could be taken a couple ways. You know, it's a very small, subtle scene. But the way Bruce looks at him back, it almost seems like he recognizes him. Yeah. You could say maybe he doesn't recognize him, though, and that this dude is just like, oh, shit, it's Bruce Wayne. Like, what is he doing here? You know, we never see Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. And he's just a a thug that eventually becomes part of Riddler's gang, let's say, because that's kind of their M.O. But uh, if, like, you look online or people were looking it up online, like, in the credits, that dude is not the guy. Like, a lot of people were saying that that dude at the funeral is the Riddler guy at the very end that Batman punches the shit out of. Yeah, and he says, I'm vengeance. Which is his not, right? Which I think it would make sense if it was him. But because the small, subtle scene, I think that dude is Joe Chill. And I think Bruce kind of recognizes him and he knows it's Bruce, but it's just like, this is this is weird that we're in the same place. But because you say, you know, no scene or no detail is left there for no reason, I have a really strong feeling that dude's Joe Chill. I don't get that vibe. I think there's more evidence supporting my Tweedledum theory than there is that. I thought, <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a stretch. Even if that guy is not the dude who said I'm vengeance at the end of the movie, I did think he was probably one of the snipers up there. That's what I'm saying. It could easily be that he's just one of the people that are into Riddler's manifesto, you know, of like taking down the rich and like did doing you guys, what you got to do. Did you guys read any of the comments when Riddler's video is when they're watching Riddler's video? I was, but I didn't. Rem- I don't remember any of them. Well, a lot of them were just like, "Hey, what gauge should we use? Uh, where can we buy the mask?" One of them was like, "Hey, Riddler, we got you, bro." <laughs> 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 I thought that was funny shit, and I like that scene when he did his video for his basically his like QAnon Riddler followers. <laughs> yeah, and he pr- li- did it, doesn't he say like and subscribe too? He, he, <laughs> says, he says, "Hey guys, what's up? It's me." <laughs> and then he's like, it's "I want to." I appreciate the tips on the detonators. <laughs> like it was like a YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> I thought that was cool as shit. Yeah. It's the kind of like insanity you could also see in like an animated version of Riddler, I think. I, uh, I'll i tell you what I also loved, which once again pulls right from the comics, when Falcone's trying to kill Catwoman and she like claws at his face. Yeah, I was waiting for that scene, dude. Yeah. I was waiting for that to happen. It's like uh, Catwoman's claw to Falcone's face. Uh, Chekhov's gun. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I love John Turturro. I've never really seen him in such a, like, a sinister role before. Oh, he, he was so good. He killed it. He killed his Falcone. He killed as Falcone. And he died as he, Falcone. Yeah. Dude, but I also like they it was canon that Thomas Wayne, once again from Long Halloween, operated yeah. on him when he got shot. I, I thought that was cool as fuck. 
I was picturing the scene from the long Halloween. Like it was like it happened already. And yeah, <laughs> I thought that was so cool. And I'll, I'll tell you what I also liked. And I think it helps explain like why Bruce would choose to be Batman and not do anything else. Uh, when they talk about Martha Wayne's history of mental illness. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, that kind of like lends like a realistic credence as to why Bruce might be doing this. Like he's not as altogether as he maybe should be. But did you also get the impression that that was just no? I thought it was like slander. It wasn't like a real. I think it was real. I mean, yeah. Why would uh, why would really wasn't making things up? He was exposing actual. Why would yeah? Why would Mm. Thomas pay to have somebody silence? Yeah, if it's slander, he would just go after them for a defamation lawsuit. He wouldn't like try to get Falcone to intimidate the guy. True, but he remember he didn't. Like Alfred cleared that up. He was like, he he might have talked to Falcone, but he never tried to get, you know, he didn't. No, he, he said he tried to get him intimidated. He said not to get killed. And then when Falcone. Right. He wasn't trying to killed. take the dude out. Yeah. but Falcone So he wasn't a hundred percent a good dude, Thomas Wayne. No, he's a fucking scumbag. Which is cool because that, he, you he, you know, he would be realistically not like a saint. Yeah, no, of course. I, um, yeah, I, I, so I, I liked that explanation of like him possibly having a history of mental illness in the family. Did you catch the uh, Thomas Elliot reference uh, too? And so, it even said hush. Well, it doesn't say Thomas. It says Edward Elliot. Edward Elliot. You're right. Oh yeah, you're right. It says Edward Elliot. I only know because I saw it again last night and I paid attention. But it does say it does say Edward Elliot, and then it does say hush. Yeah. So it's like, is that a hush Easter egg? I almost maybe thought the they full were name is Thomas Edward Elliot. I don't know. Maybe I also thought they were unless they bring that back, they were just kind of folding that in a little bit into Joker's story about being an orphan because that's what it felt like. Yeah. Did you catch that, Cody? Catch what? When the Riddler is like putting Bruce Wayne's like dirty laundry on the news basically and like all these like the thing about Martha Wayne is coming up and like we we were just not. Oh yeah. Sorry. I was uh, but Edward Elliot I think in or it sounds like in this story it was like that would be Thomas's dad. Right, right, right. But uh, oh, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> you're right. If he is, if he is a journalist, he's definitely older already than Bruce would be. Yeah, you're right. Actually, because Bruce was a kid. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe he could still pop there up you somewhere. Go. Cody using logic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, dude. I I loved the I love the funeral scene. Funeral scenes intense as fuck. Mm. So tense. And then even the scene after that, like when they wait for Batman to come and they answer the Colson answer the phone call, which actually is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie when he has to answer the three riddles. Yeah. Yes. Dude, there's a funny part. Did you guys notice when he's answering the second riddle and uh, it, the answer is bribes and Batman's like, how much did you get paid? He's like 10,000 a month. And he's like, by who? He's like, he didn't ask that. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. He's like, that's not one of the questions. It's like, I don't have to answer that shit. It's like, I'm trying to get this thing off my neck. I thought that was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, that actor is great. Uh, Peter Skarsgård, I think. Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's always good. And uh, dude, like once again, the scene in the iceberg lounge with him and Selena was dope. Yeah. Dude, I like to yeah. how uh would you guys do drops? <laughs> drops, yeah. <laughs> Drop heads. Drop heads. Dude. <laughs> that was one of the to me that's one of the creepiest scenes is when they're going in the orphanage and they like the one dude like runs away and they chase him and it's just like clearly like a bunch of drop heads but like you know junkies, heroin addicts whatever. Oh, but, when they Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of creepy. That was creepy that as shit. The yeah. orphanage, the entire orphanage was was creepy. I just loved how much they used like not only f- like the whole ambiance was kind of the entire movie was kind of dark and scary. Oh, it yeah. felt it felt like watching Batman in the movie 7. Yeah. Yeah, and the soundtrack definitely helped add to that, especially that Nirvana song, like when Bruce yeah. is just like on the yeah. motorcycle, man. Like I've been listening to that since I saw the movie every single day, multiple times. This movie it's just had really such good a vibe. Sh- had really good shots. So like, a the cinematography is amazing in this movie. Yes, yeah. and yeah. specifically like like shots of them moving, uh, going back to when the Nirvana song is playing in the beginning, and he's. You see it like the camera's clearly mounted on the back of his helmet. Yes. That was a cool shot. That's a cool way to film it. They did that yeah. with the Batmobile too. Yeah, Penguin in the car. Yeah. And then they also did it when Batman squirrel suits away, which I just forgot about, was one of my favorite. And he hits suits. his head on the fucking <laughs> Dude, when he pulls his chute and it gets caught on the subway track above and he gets fucked up. Yeah. yeah and he, he's like, ah, oh, oh. like, dude, I thought that was cool <laughs> as fuck. I was like, nice. Yeah. Like, he's not, he wasn't even a perfect Batman in this movie. Right. Even the yeah. events leading up to that, you were all like, oh shit, oh shit, get out of there, get out he of was there. Getting, you know? like, <laughs> dude, when he takes on the gang in the subway track, he gets shot twice. He fucking. Yeah, they they hit him with pipes and shit. Like he is getting hit. Like yeah, yeah. uh, the action feels like it's taken so much from the Rocksteady games. Yes, I wanted to bring that up. They felt like fucking Arkham City multiple times throughout this movie. Multiple times because that game is sick. (laughs) That game is incredible. Matt Reeves had to have played that game series because it, it it even like to go back to the orphanage. There's a part in Arkham City. Or that's the second one, right? Yeah, Arkham City, where you go into like this whole like Riddler maze and it looks very much like that orphanage. And Catwoman is even with you in the game, I think, when you have to do it. And it reminded me of that. And it's painted in green, like in the orphanage. Yes, exactly. And that's how it is in the game, too. And then also in the game, uh, but also in the movie, at the very end, when he fights everyone in Madison Cube Garden or whatever the fuck, Madison Square, <laughs> Gotham, Gotham Square Garden, Gotham Square Garden, <laughs> and um, uh, like it, it looks like he should take him out like stealth wise, but he kind of just goes in there and beats the shit out of all. Of them. I liked that scene. <laughs> I'm a sucker for the classic Batman through a window entrance. Yeah, all, yeah, like seriously, yeah. Michael Keaton Batman has it. Batman Begins literally has it. Like uh, every Batman movie has that. In fact, I know for a fact because I watched uh, like uh, on YouTube, uh, the Batman and Robin has it when he takes down Mister Freeze in the museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker for Batman going through the window. So when you see, which is also cool because it means Batman planted charges on the roof of Gotham Square Garden, and you see it go boom, 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 and then he. Psh, crashes yep. through the fucking window. I was like, that's sick. It's a classic It was Batman a sick entrance, entrance. Yeah. yeah. Dude, which, and that scene, when he's taking out the snipers, I fucking loved that scene. That was a yeah. sick fight. Yeah, it was so cool, and it was cool that it was like that, rather than like, because Riddler could have never gone toe-to-toe with Batman in any oh, way. Oh, yeah, he couldn't. So it was super cool that it was basically like a bunch of just fanatics it was basically riddler proud boys is what yeah. yeah literally no literally literally the riddler 500 followers turned into like at least an, ar- an army of 10 so we got it we got some commies lined up to take you guys out if you don't yeah. you don't agree oh, with God. our views yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also like because like in the comics and like the cartoons and even the video games you know when like the villains gangs always wear something that's like their main <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah. like joker gang wears clown masks penguin gang you know like mm-hmm. 
even though he it wasn't like his gang per se, it was his followers, and they were all wearing Riddler jackets with the glasses and the mask. Yeah, I was like, that's a cool way to do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a clever workaround to having like the rogues gallery have their goons dressed like them too. Yeah, and they don't have to be CGI goons either. They could be dudes that are actually there that Batman could fight, as opposed to like we're talking about in Marvel movies, like a million like Chitari aliens. Yeah. Like it doesn't look that good, dude. When Batman takes that sniper bullet to the chest. Oof, yeah. And he gets blasted like 20 feet. Like, dude, that was fucking... He's like, <gasps> he's like fucked up the whole time afterwards, which brings me to my next thing. So we see Batman's fucked up. He like honestly looks like he's kind of like about to die. He can't even stand up to help Selina. Yeah, he's definitely going to pass out or something. Yeah, you know he's going to pass out. And you see him grab that green vial and he injects himself. And he's like, ah, that's when he starts beating the shit out of that dude. Yep, Gordon has to hold them back. Yeah, do you guys think that was like a nod to a possible like first version of the Bane serum, Venom? Yeah, that was Venom. Because it was green, and like, why else? Like, adrenaline itself, you could do, and it's not It green. would be like clear or something. It would be clear. Like, it, it, looked like, yeah, it looked like saline solution. Yeah. But no, like, and like you said, go, yeah, going back to what you said, like, and that's what my, my well, thought was. Thing, nothing is wasted, so it's like. Nothing is wasted, exactly. So Yeah, I, I think it was. Yeah. I feel like you could totally take that as like a first iteration of venom that's crazy i didn't even think about that which which i would say brings me to my next point and i'm gonna start it off by saying this who i want i want to know what you guys want in a possible sequel Ooh, i was gonna ask that same question i was gonna ask specifically what villains now that we've seen this universe how grounded and gritty it is what villains would you want to see in a sequel i already have one uh, because Same. Said it, I have two, actually, be, yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a few, and I don't necessarily need them to be the main villains, but just how, like I said earlier, how like we saw four of his rogues gallery in this movie, like we could see more. Yes. I'd like to see, and I'll explain why, if he doesn't have to be like, bro. Oh, we lost Cody. Fuck. Let's wait for him. He'll come back. <laughs> Pause. I know exactly who you're going to talk about, too. Okay. Because I agree. <laughs> okay, cool. But Cody's been awfully quiet this episode. Dude, he's been really quiet. I'm actually surprised. He doesn't seem that hyped on the movie. I'm, dude, I'm honestly, I'm going to see it a few more times. Yeah. <laughs> I love now, it. Yeah, you make me want to go see it in IMAX now. Dude, I saw it last night in IMAX, and me and Joey were like, fuck, this movie sucks, <laughs> dude. It's so good. We stayed till after the credits. There's a, it's, it's not worth staying. <laughs> there's yeah. A, oh, we should talk riddle. about that too. There's a riddle. I went to it. I went to arada.com and. Yeah, Rada Alada. Yeah, Rada Alada. Yeah. But I think apparently, like if you do it, like they were, if you do it enough times, eventually there's a hint that there will be a Batman sequel. That's like what it is. Like the the mystery will continue. This isn't over. Or something somebody, like that. somebody, I saw a screenshot. Somebody, like I think, kept doing it, and what it releases is publication dates of Batman characters. Oh. So it's it, so is it like are these the characters we can expect to see in another? Yeah. Movie? Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Can't believe. Cody didn't like it. Well, it sounds like between diarrhea and having the lights on for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like when he we were talking about Spider-Man, he said the theater was the theater like really was hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should stop going to that movie theater. Yeah, it sounds like a shitty movie theater. I wouldn't terrible. go. I know some people that saw the movie. There's a city in LA, out here called Burbank. Uh-huh. Uh, one of my friends went and saw it there, and Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz came out before the movie. Like, not oh, planned. Shit. Like, they were just like, previews were about to start, and then they're like, hey, uh -huh. everyone, like, we got some guests. And they came out and they were like, thanks for seeing it. And there was like, oh, damn it. I wish I was in that theater. <laughs> you were just stuck with many saints of Newark and David Chase. I know. right? <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. I got to see him, but the movie kind of sucked. 
dude but like i don't know i just love like i said i'm always a fan of when batman fights his his more organized crime element and this movie yeah. did that yeah exactly cool they made penguin like part of it like dude I'll, the scene when he busts in the iceberg lounge in the beginning uh-huh. that scene is fucking awesome like yeah. the whole fight in the club yeah and when that like dude when he throws the baseball bat at that one cop and the cop shoots him right away he's like, like dude batman was like legit not flinching from bullets I'm back. Nah, he he was there to. That's why I'm saying like Robert Pattinson just shit. yeah, like the <laughs> way he just does small things makes him Batman in a way I can't quite explain. But like that's a good example. I mean, I'm I really loved the scene where in the end when he busts in Falcone's penthouse and they're all shooting him. You know, it's like shot in flashes and everything. Yeah, like yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, the when Catwoman's in there to when like Catwoman's fucking shit up trying to, to yeah. kill him. Yeah. Yeah, and it was cool that she was like a force to be reckoned with of her own. Yeah, yes. I mean, I loved when she kicked that cop off the building to escape. Oh yeah, yeah that was <laughs> they sick. had to like catch yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, because she knew Batman wouldn't let the dude die. Right, and which which is such a Catwoman thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thing to do. Like in Hush, when she pushes Lois or drops yes. Lois. Yes. Lois Ooh, good catch, dude. <laughs> Uh, I like in that scene when Batman ro- repels down the building, like he runs down it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah. that was cool. I was like, I don't, we've never seen that. Yeah. What did you guys think about Andy Serkis? And then, sorry, we get we got to go back to the villains thing. But now that we're here, what do you guys think about Andy Serkis as Alfred? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Incredible. Yeah, I liked I'm, him a lot too. I'm here for it. Yeah. Also, it's cool that he implies he served in MI6. Yep. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of Alfred from Batman Earth, Earth One. Earth One, definitely hard Earth right? One vibes. I mean, he even has a scar here. Yeah, so. and he had. Was he walking with a limp? Yeah, he had a limp. Yeah, and yeah, a cane. and a yeah. cane. Yeah, so like you know, Alfred, dude. He even says when he's in the hospital and he's like, "I can never be a father to you." He's like, "I could teach you how to fight, but I can't be a parent." Yeah, what a so great line. So it's implied line. that like he helped train Bruce to do this mission of his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I also like how like their relationship only kind of gets better by the end of the movie. So we have yeah, more to look forward to between exactly. two of them. I like that too. Like almost going back to zero year, how their relationship is so strange yes! and at odds with each other. Like, yeah, you're right. They don't really become closer and reconcile until the end. Yeah. So mm. it is fucking cool. Yeah, for sure. Back to your question about villains we'd like to see or what we'd like to see in the next one. Yes, you were. I know who you were about to say, okay, but you so I was to gonna say Clayface. Nice. Uh, once I want to see Clayface. In this universe, I don't see him being a big monstery gloop dude, but what I think would be cool is like a criminal who like wears disguises constantly, like, you know, has like masks over his like like prosthetic shit. Like kind of like chameleon. Kind of like chameleon, exactly. And that and the, he can get a nickname Clay Clayface, you know? Mm. Uh, once again, okay. I don't need him to be a main villain, but like if we're gonna see like future gang and turf wars maybe like black mask ventriloquist versus penguin and other people because mm. um, clayface could easily be like a hired goon he's not like the he doesn't have a plan he's just part of someone else's plan what i think would really be cool especially for the sequel and since like half the city is flooded if we saw poison ivy mm. more as once again i don't see her in these in this world controlling plants and having carnivorous plants but being an eco-terrorist yeah okay yeah and then uses that things works. like pheromones and yeah like you she know. could still use toxins and shit to like kill people but 
Like, I think her as an eco-terrorist, her like being like, great, this shithole city is flooded. Now we can have like a lot of life come out of here. You know, I think that would be cool. Somehow. Yeah. So who would you cast as that Clayface in this universe? Because Clayface, what I know of him is what? He's a failed actor, right? He was a Basil huge Carlo, actor. The original Clayface, Basil Carlo, the actor, is a failed actor. Basil Carlo sounds Italian, so let's get an Italian <laughs> playing Clayface in there. Okay. I Michael guess. Imperioli as Clayface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not necessarily the worst. I mean, he is a good actor. <laughs> That's T, so it's perfect. clay. It's yeah. not my real face. I think Steven Van Zant as Clayface. <laughs> <laughs> he just puts on different wigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would I cast as Clayface? I don't know. Vincent maybe. D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Ooh, that that's interesting. Cool, yeah. I like Vincent D'Onofrio. I bet he would like to do some shit like that too. He's like, I'm not the kingpin in this one. I'm, I'm more of an actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Russell Crowe. Mm, Russell Crowe as Russell Clayface. Crow maybe not as Clayface, but he could be a gangster. Yeah, some sort of like Italian. Uh, Maroni. Ooh, yeah, because we haven't. Or is Maroni dead? He's he's in jail. He's in jail. Do, did they cast Maroni? Not yet? No, Ooh. but in this movie, they said they took down Maroni. Right. Do you see like the newspaper headline? Yeah. Well, who are some villains you'd like to see? I Okay, so we talked about this. The I won't give the big one away yet. I was just thinking of this earlier. So we talked about Venom being like, uh, not Venom, like I, we are Venom, not that Venom, guys. <laughs> the Venom that Bane injects into his body to get super jacked. Yeah. Uh, and so I would like to see Bane. And because if this is still trying to be realistic, but they have that element of you can inject the liquid and, you know, you get amped up. What if we saw like a more... First of all, uh, Tom Hardy as Bane was cool, but Bane should be uh, like a Latin American Cute. dude or someone someone that isn't a white guy. And I think specifically it should be Javier Bardem. I feel like he could be <laughs> a sick Bane. That could be cool. He's kind of getting older now. Yeah, he is kind of old, but and I Bane's feel like he huge. could. huge. That was my beef with Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's not a tall actor. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, um, Oh, yeah, true, true. Like, is I Javier, I feel like he's a kind of big dude. Maybe he probably in Dune he he seemed like he was kind of big. Maybe because well, he was just wearing a bunch to of shit. Compared to Timothy Chalamet, anyone's, <laughs> anyone's bigger than him. Uh, what about what's his name from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, Batista as Bane. Batista. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Batista I could see that also because have you guys ever seen? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Fuck the James Bond with that first has Christoph Waltz in it. And Batista is that dude who kills the the Spectre member at the table. Oh yeah. So and that's a very like Bane like scene. Hmm. No, I could see Bane because I, I I almost felt like he was campaigning for it too way back when. Yeah, I don't. My only thing is I don't know how many villains I want to see that we've already seen. Yeah, True. I okay. So my villains that I would love to see. Yeah, I'd really love to see. I mean, uh, they've already talked about it, and even though it's been done. I would love to see Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. So what I mean, like, if so, I, I even said Poison Ivy. I, if we're going to do villains we haven't seen, yeah, I don't want them to be the cheesy Schumacher versions. Right. Exactly. So, like, I'm down yeah. for a realistic Mr. Freeze and a realistic Poison Ivy. I'd even be down for a different two. Not that Aaron Eckhart was bad, but that it was so underutilized as Two-Faced. Well, he just wasn't like a criminal criminal. Like, I'd like to see Two-Face as a ganglord. Yeah. yeah. 
I I I would still think like what do you guys think? Would should we see Harvey Dent become Two Face again, or should he be Two Face already at this point? I want to see him be Two Face already. Mm. Yeah, I think it would be a cool use to see certain villains that are already established as villains, almost like in the Spider-Man video game for PlayStation. Uh-huh. How some of his villains were already established as villains, and like you know, clearly Doctor Octopus just became a villain in that game. I'd like to see like yeah. yeah so I think it'd be cool like. We've already seen Harvey Dent get arrested, and yeah, like he has his fucked up face. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Yeah, because if they gave it, would just be Dark Knight. Like it's hard to kind of do that too differently because while the movies have different tones and they feel different, like that story, no one stuck to it for the most part. Like the way the relationship between him, Batman, and Gordon works, and like his whole you know ethos about the fairness and shit, like just being like the hero or dying a villain, all that shit. Um, I would like to see two face though, but yeah, I think, I think I would agree with that. Um, Maybe mad Hatter as like a kidnapper, not not a main villain, but like maybe like in the opening scene, he takes down mad Hatter. who's like gone around kidnapping children or whatever. Oh, I heard people's trying to say the guy that I was saying was Joe Chill is actually Mad Hatter because he mentions his daughter Alice, and I was like, "That's a stretch." That's yeah, that's a super stretch. Yeah, I'm not stretching that far. Uh, Mad Hatter would be cool. I mean, they wouldn't really use him in this universe, but I would. Solomon, I would love to see Solomon Grundy. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how you could do him. You probably just can't. You probably can't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it, like going what back to the realistic Killer part. Croc. And Ooh, I'll say cool. this if you guys have ever read Brian Azzarello's Joker with the art by Lee Bermejo, Croc is in that and he's a black dude. And he's, with a skin disease. Yeah, with a skin disease who, like, he's one of Joker's thugs. He's part of his gang. And there's a scene where Joker meets up with him. And Croc operates out of a, a like a meat packing thing. So there's like a bunch of steaks and cows hanging up and shit. And it's implied mm. that like the way Croc gets rid of evidence is he eats them. Yeah. Like See, it feels like da- David Ayer tried to do that and he messed it up so yeah, bad that, in the Suicide that Squad. That was like Croc being that version of Croc. I'm just talking about like cast cast the black actor and give him like fucked up skin. Yeah, Doesn't that's what I'm saying. Isn't that what they out. tried to do in in the first Suicide no, but they Squad had him, movie? Like swimming in the water in the sewers and being a crocodile. Like I don't need to see like that. more animal like is what no. you'd want to see or no, less animal. animal-like. Oh, Croc okay. in, is swimming in the, that Suicide Squad movie. Gotcha. Yeah, I would love to see uh, Hush. Mm. Hush would be cool. And Hush would be like, who do you even have to cast? Because you wouldn't see their face half the time for the majority of it. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see Dana's face for the majority of it. That's true. Oh, true, true. Yeah, you're right. But I feel like at this point, maybe Hush would be a little too Riddler-esque. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Well, they kind of folded a bit of Hush into Riddler's story. But they didn't necessarily end it because even with that scene with the Joker, he says Gotham loves a comeback story. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like implied that maybe like the Riddler will you know, try again. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he's gone for good. I think maybe Matt Reeves is building up to something in Arkham. There's going to be an Arkham TV show, Yeah, apparently. Well, so apparently it's kind of now changed from being slightly GCPD to a more Arkham show. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, that's Whatever that may mean. I mean, I think that's cool, honestly. Yeah. If it's done like this movie, I'm down to see an Arkham show. 
Yeah, for sure. It's got to feel like the same thing. Yeah. Like going back to like villains and stuff, like I want to harp on Mr. Freeze for a second because I want it to be, we talked about this because Cody, you texted us. You're like, who would you cast as Mr. Freeze? And my answer, I thought about it. It was Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Yeah, that's an incredible. Yeah, I feel like he could do justice to Freeze as, because it, it's such a crazy fact that Batman the Animated Series came up with the backstory that like Mr. Freeze's wife has that that rare disease that he needs to cryogenically freeze her, freeze and that's her. the only way. It's such an interesting like thing for a Batman villain, and if you know you have this Gotham where you know Bruce, where Batman slash Bruce is trying to help. Now he's like trying to be someone that helps and maybe he's not going to straight up be someone that punches guys in the face or at least try not to be like, I would like to see a Mr. Freeze in that world. Like maybe mm-hmm. he's not like the a kind of dude that wears like a, a giant like silver suit or something like that. Maybe he is more like down to earth, like your version of Clayface or Croc, let's say, where maybe he just like, I don't know, like he 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 does shit where he murders people by freezing them, maybe in a freezer or something, hacks pieces off. I remember like in the Dexter TV show, there was a ice truck killer where this dude would freeze people and cut off their limbs. And that's how you were finding them. But if freeze was doing this for science, you know, you could kind of find a way to make him not have to be the kind of freeze that like, you know, has to be at a certain temperature to stay alive. Let's say. Yeah. I also, I'm down with that. And I'm also down with just because I would like to see, uh, and I, this is my realistic take on his freeze gun, uh, liquid nitrogen. You know, people blow mm, that shit. Yeah, something like that, use, exactly. Like, he could, like, set it up like a, like a crude-looking tank on his backpack, almost like when people have flamethrowers, and he has that, and he and that's what he uses to, like, freeze people. Like, kind of like in No Country for Old Men. Was that Javier Bardem yes, where he had that, that fucking horse ooh, thing? So I think maybe, <laughs> now that you mention it, maybe I'm like, because freeze in the... In the, in the games and the he always has an accent. I wouldn't mind Javier Bardem playing Mr. Freeze as Freeze. Okay, yeah, we're getting him honestly, in there somewhere, dude. I would love to see Javier Bardem as Freeze. Yeah, so that would be cool. Uh, I almost I feel like those are probably like the two best choices. Somebody uh, said Mark Strong. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, he seems more like the animated series Freeze, like hard, definitely, like definitely <laughs> animated series Freeze. Yeah. What about Christoph Waltz even for Mr. Freeze? I could see it. I could see it. Right? Yeah. He'd have the voice down like I'm Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh yeah, I don't know. I want to see someone that pairs well with Robert Pattinson in a villain role. You know, like he didn't really get to confront Riddler much of the movie face to face, unfortunately. I agree. Do you guys want to see a Robin? Yes, I do. I don't actually. I th- this blew me away. It's such an g- excellent solo Batman movie. What I if I'm gonna see Robin? I know you guys haven't read past Long Halloween, but it goes Haunt the Night, Long Halloween, Dark Victory. In Dark Victory, it ends with Robin becoming Robin. So like that, I think maybe yeah, that's it'd be how cool they should do this it. trilogy end with Robin at the end of the movie. No, I don't want to see. Uh, I'd at least want to see him, see Dick Batman Grayson, movie. introduced in the next ones in some capacity. That's okay. that I would get. I would agree with you that far. If they threw Robin in the next one, like as a big thing, I think it's too soon. Yeah. 
I think I need one more solo Batman movie, and then the third one you can introduce Robin. Because I think I think like we've talked about the Bat Family a little bit. Like obviously we don't want to add so many Bat Family members, yeah, but I'm not trying to see all those Batman. A guys. big thing with Batman, whether you know you like the character about like this about the character or not, is that the he has people helping him. Whether it's just Alfred or Catwoman or the Bat Family, like he he doesn't do it alone. Even though he acts like he could do it alone, and even uh, Robert Pattinson said, if we're going to throw Robin in here, which I don't mind, it has to be that he's like 13 years old or something. Like, don't, it's not going to be like in fucking Batman Forever where Chris O'Donnell's like a 25 year old dude. Like, it's adopted by Val Kilmer somehow. Yeah, I don't know no, what's going on see, there. Yeah, if we're going to see Robin, I want to see like a young little Robin. Yeah, like, do it right. Like, you've done every other detail right in this movie, and I'm on board. But yeah. I also think Robin in anything Titans or any of those Batman movies hasn't been done justice other than animated series. You know, like you just haven't seen Robin live action. Like he needs to be done. That's because Batman doesn't need a Robin and he, nor did he originally start off being published with a Robin. It was just Batman. Yeah, but still it's, it's a part for me. It's a character that I love. I love Robin. I love Nightwing and I just want to see it done right because I think he's important. I don't know. See, I, like I think I honestly almost like Dick Grayson way more as Nightwing than I do as Robin. Well, so they did mention Bloodhaven at the end. Catwoman says that's where she's going to go. Mm. So that that was a cool Easter egg. Yeah, because then if she does have her own show, instead of like Catwoman went in Rome, it's like Catwoman went in Bloodhaven or something. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see her without Batman. See, that's that's something I'd like to see. Just Zoe Kravitz doing her own thing. She did such a good job that I was totally invested. Like, I loved her character, her take on it. Also, what I also liked, I don't know if you noticed, once again, such a small detail, but so when she's like busting into the safe to get her friend's passport, uh-huh. she has the gloves on. At the end of the movie, her nails are through the gloves, like embracing the more like theatrical look of her Catwoman-esque. Yeah. I didn't necessarily notice that, but I did at some point at the end of the movie notice her nails were like, because oh, that's when shit. they were that's when they were out. Oh, when she gotcha. has the gloves when she's drilling through the safe, it's just the gloves. Uh-huh. But in this one, she had the gloves, but she clearly like made holes and put her nails through it. Nice. Good so catch, was, dude. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, nice, Catwoman. She, she was great. Fucking, dude, I loved how acrobatic she was and shit. Dude, when she shoots that one goon in uh, when she's trying to kill Falcone, oh i don't think she shot him i think that i think she swung him down and as she was trying to shoot the bullet went up in the air and then she swung him down like using leverage and bounced his head off the table no I oh yeah that's I what happened his head hit the table you saw it go like Tong. i don't think so i yeah. think he gets shot no it's his head gets bounced off the table maybe it's two right. different guys I don't know if I go go watch it again and then tell me because <laughs> I was watching it, Jake. I just you were too busy it. diarying your pants. Yeah, <laughs> not for that scene. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing something else in his pants for that scene. Hey, weren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. Uh, how many Pesci's, man? What's your now? What is the score now, man? <laughs> I think he's still sticking to it. I think you're letting your theater experience ruin it. Mm. Diarrhea and lights on. That's a lot. But it he didn't like the Joker, he said. Yeah, but I don't know if that's enough because we've given so much other dumb shit. Sixes. Like 
Yeah, but that's the way the that's the way this bad boy yeah, works. The way the Joe, see, I would give this more than six Joe Pesci's if I could. Wow! So you're giving it? Oh wow! Do we have to invent the six plus? <laughs> I mean, six times three, we all about six six six. I think eighteen is the max you can do with Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would give it more if I could. I loved it. Like I'm gonna see it again. Yeah. Cody's I'm taking excited. that tangerine size Joe Pesci away. <laughs> <laughs> Little pocket Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was a cool movie, and I did love it, and it felt the most like Batman any live action thing has done by far. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I would and have to every put- every major character in. And from the mayor down, like like smaller roles, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, all of them <laughs> fucking crushed. You yeah, know? they did. It was truly the Batman. It was a well organized, like movie. Yeah, yeah. But that Joker thing was that did bum me out. I hated it honestly. I don't know. I don't either, man. It remains <laughs> to be seen. I want to see what his Joker looks like, and and if and I just don't want. I would agree. I don't want Joker to be the villain of the Batman two. I would even love him to be a, to just be a side small villain. Like he is right. in the long Halloween and hush. Yeah. I'd be down for that. I, I agree. I don't need to see Joker once again as the singular threat to Gotham. Yeah. It would be cool to see Joker folded into like a rogues ensemble. Or to him just be like... Yeah, exactly. Like, you guys have read, you know, Justice by Alex Ross. Yeah. yeah. You know how at the end, Joker is throughout the comic, he's not one of the, the main villains, but he fucks shit up by exploding all the cities that Brainiac makes? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's just he's... out there being a menace regardless of whether he's the main villain or not. Right, exactly. And I think that's the role he has to play in these movies for me to welcome him back. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So I'm sticking with my six. I loved it. Same Z's. I'm going to keep on loving it. Six hard six. I would highly recommend go seeing it. I, the, the thing, like for this movie, especially because I'm hearing from people who like aren't even necessarily Batman fans or comic book fans, it's like this is just a good movie. Like if you're like a fan of good film, like I would say go see this movie. Yep. And if you're you watched the movie and you loved it, we have a lot of Batman episodes you could listen to, and each one yeah. of those has a comic that I think. I seriously think I'm not just saying this to be like, oh, oh, go go listen to our other episodes. I seriously think we talked about this month and in the past almost every Batman comic that this movie pulls from. Fast. Oh, we forgot to mention fucking. We should talk about it one day. Tom King's Batman run, I think, was also a big part of oh, the influence for this movie because his in regards to Catwoman and Batman's relationship. Exactly. I mean, yeah. she even says the cat and the bat. The cat in the bed, yeah. Right from Tom King's writing. Right. So, so I think if you really like that aspect of the movie, like Long Halloween and then Hush, like it's it kind of starts that Bat Cat relationship hard, and then Tom King's run, which is more recent, really has a lot of Batman and Catwoman like together and they doing get shit. Married, or do they? Uh-oh. Wait, <laughs> or do they? Oh, they don't end up getting married. Uh, <laughs> they don't. Like a, they're like about to. Yeah. yeah, and then they were like, uh, like no. eh, fuck it. We're going to be friends with benefits. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great run to check out, and we have great episodes to check out. And also, tweet at us, and you might win a free book this month. Yeah. For this episode, too. We'll, we'll give away, I don't know what book yet, but we'll give away a free book for this. We're doing it for every episode. 
Yeah. We're doing Dark Knight Returns. We're giving that away. Uh, I got. I think I have Death in the Family. That might be a good one to give out. Nice. I've actually, to this day, never fully read Death in the Family. Ooh, that's me a good too. one to check out. So oh, maybe yeah, you guys yeah. have to enter the contest <laughs> and try to win it yourself. I have to win it for my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck yeah. That's so much of a commie I am. I'm a fan of my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit. I think that wraps it up. Thanks for tuning in hey, once again. Ooh. Oh, you want to plug something? Mm, plug I just want to say uh, I was being a dick earlier. We're giving it a 666. You motherfucker. Was this an all an elaborate ruse or what? <laughs> um, a little bit, but not. Uh, I think you really were affected that much by the Joker thing. Dude, I do hate that. But see. that's going to let you... No, but I'm, that's why I'm giving it a six. Because, I mean, in all an- honesty, it's by far the best live-action Batman we've ever had. I agree. I Yeah, it's I, hard I've to argue to a that. few other people who are like, dude, this is kind of the best Batman movie there's ever been. But yeah. it also doesn't mean like I wouldn't give Dark Knight a six oh, and that yeah, Dark no, Knight no, wasn't an amazing means. fucking movie. But it doesn't make me hate you know? any of the ones I already love. I'm just Yeah, exactly. Like, like, this felt like Batman across the board. Like mm-hmm. if I were to check off things that make Batman Batman to me, which we've discussed throughout many of our comic book episodes, like this checks almost all of them. If that's I'm what right. I mean. Exactly. Like, it, like, w- like if you just went back and listened to our old episodes and pulled out the stuff that we loved about those comics, that's what we loved about this movie. It's like identical. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like this to like, especially for like, you know, we always talk about like a quintessential Batman read. Dude, if you're just starting to like watch comic book movies or Batman, like, Shit, fucking kick it off with hop this. right in yeah have a backgasm or two or three dude like, i wish i had a son cody so i could show him this movie dude, i'm <laughs> excited to take my son do you I think ko will be able to appreciate a three-hour runtime though oh yeah okay do you think Zoe Kravitz will awaken some things in his? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like father, like son. That's all. Yeah. Oh, oh, the next generation yeah. of <laughs> getting turned on by a cat woman. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. Or Batman. Either way. Yeah, gonna, either one's cool. They're both so hot. You know? <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> this is also a six out of six Joe Pesci on the horniness scale. Like that's yeah. probably the horniest Batman. The horniest right? Batman. Well, I don't know. Joel Schumacher's. Yeah, that's why it's horny. They were. Yeah, they were. Cheeks. <laughs> Bat nipples. Dude, I actually like. I was really turned on when Batman's talking and Catwoman just interrupts him and kisses him. I was like, yeah. Oh, I want. A woman to do that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, want, I want a criminal like woman that I know to do that. To yeah, me. dude. Could, yeah, I think I'm gonna start dating like female criminals. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah, must be a felon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be a burglar, cat yeah. or otherwise. <laughs> oh shit! Well, fuck yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening, folks. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.